Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hello there, Post Institute. Hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous Friday. Uh, Big Papa is en route somewhere and was worried that he wouldn't have signal. So he uh, sent me a message and asked if I could do tonight's Facebook Live. So... Here I am, Christy Saul, the co-founder of the Post Institute, coming at y'all live tonight from Walmart. Walmart in Claremore, America. <laughs> so I figured since Marley and I were headed off to the store when I got the message that what better idea than to go ahead and um, just do a little video um, and talk about the um, grocery store shopping, some little shopping tips for families. So, as I was thinking about it, um, Marley is now um, 15. <laughs> That's crazy. She'll be 16 soon. Um, and I'm watching her rolling up across the front because she wanted to go look at another section. It's kind of cool because the things that we do now at the grocery store are so much different than when she was little. But, um, so one of the characteristics of having spina bifida is mental mapping. So mental mapping is difficult for her. So while we're out here piddling around, she's getting a little homework in because she's gonna go off and find some things and bring them back to me. So um, we just think about all the little different steps we take in the process of helping our kids be able to manage situations like Walmart and I've you know I've literally passed the groceries then the clothes now I'm in the sporting goods section I mean good gracious they got it all don't they hey Lisa good to see you so what I wanted to talk about though really is the store in our littles uh, Marley's a little older now so um, like I said it's a whole lot different what we're focused on but I can still remember when she was little and I know sometimes um, it's difficult to take our little ones to the grocery store. Um, so I just want to give you guys a few tips uh, that will help it be uh, hopefully a little less stressful. Um, one, Marley and I, <laughs> all of these I learned. I learned on the fly as a parent. And I'm sure you guys have your tips and tricks too. So it would be cool to hear them in the comments. But one of the things I learned early on as a parent is... Um, never go to the store <laughs> hungry or tired because <laughs> if I'm hungry I'm gonna just have a seat on this um, deer corn <laughs> if I am hungry or tired uh, or my child is hungry or tired that is a setup isn't it because somebody's gonna get cranky and getting cranky at the grocery store whether it's the parent getting cranky or the child or both you know it's just it's really difficult because um, you know, when we're in public and we have those challenges, it just adds an additional stressor that we would all like to avoid, right? So, um, one way to help ensure a more delightful trip out to the grocery store is make sure you have eaten, make sure you are rested, <laughs> if at all possible. Um, I can remember after we had a couple of occurrences of me getting really hungry at the store and really cranky, I can remember Marley, he was probably about six at the time then saying to me mama don't go to the store hungry remember mama don't go to the store hungry <laughs> and so she was right do not go to the store hungry and if you go to the store hungry now I know not everybody does this but I am one uh, if they've got a deli 
If there's a deli uh, at your grocery store or, you know, even a box of whatever you were planning to buy, I am one to open the box. I know not everybody does that, and I know some people, you know, that's kind of one of those, you know, I don't want to encourage my child to be stealing, or I don't want anybody to think I'm stealing, but, you know, if I've got enough money in my purse to pay for what it is I'm eating while I'm walking through the store, then I am prone to do that. So, you know, uh, if you're hungry, you need to make sure you eat. Uh, I send my husband times five it's not worth it to load them all up ages 1 to 13 yes Bethany it's not you know ideally um, you know that for your group uh, Bethany that kind of ends up being something that you have to um, sort of plan and strategize because you do need to take them not all at once but not and not necessarily about buying your groceries but really about giving them those experiences but yeah absolutely wouldn't try to do all of them all at one time <laughs> that, right not if I can help it so our first tip is don't go to the grocery store tired or hungry the other thing um, and I remember I was talking with just a, a friend of mine and we had all of our kids together um, and I had taken the littles and she had the bigs so um, one of the things I do and I remember imagining going to the store from my child's perspective so putting that lens on where I'm looking at the whole experience from the perspective of my child so you know children are pretty concrete and they're thinking and they're also very emotional if I am going to the grocery store and I'm buying all this stuff my little one doesn't understand that the stuff I'm buying is for the entire family right I mean because they're just kids so in their minds, they're wanting to mimic us. So I am one that if I know I'm going to be buying something for my child or letting my child pick something out, I'm gonna do that first. So that way, the whole way through the store, they're occupied. They're occupied with the $5 toy, the $3 toy, the $20 toy, whatever you set for your budget. They're occupied with that throughout. So I had uh, what, how that ties together with my friend having my older kids and me having the littles is I was telling her about that and she she said you know I've always done it the opposite and then I always threatened them if you can't behave right if you can't behave we're not gonna get your toy if you can't behave we're not gonna get your treat well so I flipped the script on it and I go ahead we just go ahead and get the treat or the toy or the whatever and that way they've got something with them in their hands that they can look at and fiddle with and talk about and ooh and all ah and fantasize about and even play with while you are finishing up your shopping um, I encourage you to take a list because you're gonna get really distracted I mean look at all the great stuff in the store right holy moly take a list um, plus, um, when you've got your kids with you, that's obviously a distraction, and then you're going to end up getting frustrated. And so just, you know, little things to try to help reduce the frustration. Um, speaking of, I'm just going to tell you from my own experience, the worst thing in the world, you've got your list, you've, you know, you've gone, you've got, you, you went uh, with good rest, you went and you're not hungry, and you went and your kid has their toy, and you've got your basket full of groceries, you pull up there to check out and you have forgotten your wallet oh my gosh how many times has that happened so before you leave check to make sure you have your wallet <laughs> and make sure you've got your list so that you can get the things that you need for me an hour 
uh, even if I'm alone, an hour in a store like Walmart is the most I can handle. There are so many sounds. You know, I've got this music playing in the background. There's all these different smells. There's all kinds of things to look at. You know, you've got the lighting. Man, it's a lot of freaking stimulation. And I'm grown. So, you know, an hour is the most I can do. So, um, I, these are things I've learned along the way. Um, the other thing, um, don't hesitate, especially when we start getting weather, you know, when it's really cold outside or really rainy. One of my favorite things to do with my kids is just to come looking to have a, a shopping day, not a buying day. Um, what happens when we, and that means everybody, so I'm not buying anything and she's not buying anything. We're just going to come and look. We might take a bunch of pictures so that we can compare and we can do some comparison shopping. But when you have shopping days and not buying days, the other thing that does is, well, it does a few things. It sort of lets you off the hook for having that pressure and you know maybe you can ha allow yourself to have extra time just to, you know, piddle around and look. Look at the things that they're into, look at what they like. You know, again, we're having a shopping day, not a buying day. So it sort of helps relieve the pressure of, you know, do I feel like spending $23 on a toy today or not? By taking pictures. And then when you go home and you're looking at the pictures, it can really create some great conversations because one of the things I noticed with my child is she would fall in love with the boxes. And when we got home and we started looking at the boxes, what I realized is that not she wasn't as in love with the toy or the game as much as she was in love with the concept on the picture and usually the boxes featuring this group of people playing together. And so that's the part that she was the most interested in. So it wasn't necessarily that we needed to go out and buy anything new. It's just realizing that, well, marketing is fabulous, right? They're really good at what they do. But noticing what is it about this particular thing that your child really likes. And let these just, you know, instead of, we tend to get anxious. We get anxious about finances. We get anxious about spoiling. We get anxious about buying things that aren't going to be used. And so that is a great little activity that you can do, especially on a rainy day when you need to get active, but you can't really be outside. So, you know, you can go to your local Walmart or Target or wherever and just walk around, walk around and look at all the different things that they have and take pictures and go home and comparison shop. And it also helps us to learn impulse control and we are all guilty of impulsive spending. So um, don't go to the store hungry. Don't go to the store tired. If you're going to be getting them a treat or a present, or a, then go ahead and get that first so that they can be looking at that and playing with it and keeping themselves entertained while you are finishing up your shopping. You know, when they're really little, it's just great education. You know, when they're really little and they're in the basket and you're going through the store, you know, just to be talking about the oranges and the bananas and the grapes and the, you know, there's just so much to see at the store. And it's just, like I said, it's just a really great experience for um, opportunities to teach and learn and share those things together. Um, Oh, let's say, let me let me see if I can just kind of mem remember the things that I've just said. Don't go hungry. Don't go tired. If you can at all help it, um, 
Let them pick out their toy first so that they've got something to keep them occupied before you leave the house. <laughs> Who's laughing at me? <laughs> Make sure before you leave the house that you have your list and you have your wallet because there's nothing much worse than getting all the way to the checkout stand and all of your groceries have been checked and they're all bagged up and it's time to pay and you don't have your wallet. Uh, that's happened to me about three times. And usually, you know what? When those kinds of things happen, I'll tell you, it's usually, it's usually an indicator of being stressed. So when we're really stressed out or we're tired, those are things that happen. We have mental slips where our wallet isn't where we usually put it or our keys aren't where we usually put them. It's because we're not fully present when we put our things away. And so um, anytime you start having those things happen in your life, like about a year and a half ago, I had a three, like three in a row within a month. I had three occasions where I was backing up in my car and ran into something behind me. And it was because I was not fully present. I wasn't fully emotionally or cognitively present for what I was doing. And so the outcome was not very good. Um, let's see. And then let's just talk about, you know, if your kids really, you know, if they get stressed out and overwhelmed at the store, first of all, remember that we've all been through that. You know, you're, you're a good enough parent and your child's a good enough child. These stores are, you know, there's just a lot that goes on. There's just a lot of stimulation. So if you're at the store and it's the day when your child has a meltdown uh, because they really, 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 really want that Barbie, just know that you're not alone. It happens. And when you see other parents and they're struggling with that, you know, just open your heart and uh, kind of shower some love on them so that when you're going through it, you'll have other parents, no problem, other parents uh, shower and love on you. But, um, you know, I can remember real clear the day that that really, like the big, the big meltdown in the Walmart with Marley. And uh, it was because she really, really, really wanted that Barbie and she just loved that Barbie. But we were not buying a Barbie that day. And so, um, you know, we took pictures of it and she cried and cried and cried and we sit there and cried she cried about the barbie because you know as you guys know marley's mobile by wheelchair you know of course i did just exactly the same thing that you guys would have done i tried to get her out out of the store i did not want to deal with this in the store but she put her brakes on on her wheelchair and it wasn't happening she wasn't going anywhere and it's not like i could you know pick her up and take her out of the store so I just got down with her, you know, I just got down in her zone and uh, not face to face, but just side by side. And we both looked at the Barbie together and we just looked on that Barbie together. And we talked about how sad it was that Barbie wouldn't be coming home with this. Um, and, and we just went through the process that we needed to go through. And what I did to help myself deal with sort of that, that, that feeling that we get, I, I'm not coming up with a good word for it, but you know when you feel like everybody's looking at you and judging you about your parenting and your child and whatever, you know, whatever head trip we go on, um, I just kind of put an imaginary bubble around her and I and just waited, you know, just sat with her 
and loved her in my heart and waited. I didn't try to talk her out of the Barbie. I didn't try to talk her out of how she was feeling because she's told me more than once, Mom, you can't tell me how to feel. <laughs> and so, you know, we just had to wait it out. And as soon as the clouds of her emotions cleared enough, we went home. And, um, you know, so maybe there's something in that that will help you guys the next time you're out with your kids at the store. It's a tough one, you know. But um, it, we get practiced, and the more we can manage that impulse control, the more we can go to the store and look at things but not buy them. In the long run, um, we're creating a healthy habit where you can give your child $5, and they can go in, and they can look, and if they don't see anything that they really, really need, they'll come back with that money in their pocket. And so um, you know, that's pretty much the beginning of the process you know, where Marley and I ended up going in that process was just that, you know, by the time she was about nine, she was able to say no to stuff that was just, you know, I don't really need it. I've got plenty at home. There's nothing I just absolutely have to have. And so, you know, that's for me, you know, that was a goal. That was something I wanted to be able to instill. I didn't know that it was going to happen at nine. I didn't have like a time frame, but that just happened to be where it landed. So, um, that's it. That's it for tonight. Thanks for hanging with me, you guys, and letting me chat it up here at my local Walmart. Um, I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend. Um, I hope you do something enjoyable with your kids. I hope you find a, a reason to throw your head back and laugh really hard and, you know, maybe blow a belly or bite some toes. Much love to you guys. Good night.